You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. On today's Viva Learning Podcast, we'll be learning about the Practice Management 90-Day Challenge. With us today to discuss this is Dr. Todd Snyder, a popular speaker on VivaLearning.com, a cosmetic dentist, author, international lecturer, researcher, and instructor at various teaching facilities. Dr. Snyder, we've heard about uh, the Practice Management 90-Day Challenge, and we're really happy to have you on Dental Talk to tell us more about it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate you having me back. Yeah, so where can a dentist learn how to better manage their time in their practice and get more training on these things um, and other practice management topics? Where, where do they go? Well, you know, there's there's obviously a lot of different companies out there that are providing various levels of training and business and doing the, the actual restorative aspect of dentistry and team education. There, there's a lot of stuff out there. And having personally taken a lot, the same as many dentists over their career, there are things you gravitate to that say, wow, it makes life easier. I've always been different <laughs> from when I got out of school till now, as far as being bullheaded and maybe set in my ways that, you know, I decided to open my practice from scratch in one of the worst areas you could open, which is Orange County, California. Demographic <clears throat> study back in the 90s said it was probably the worst place to be. Uh, New York is probably right up there with it. You mean competitively? Got six competitively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's so many dentists here. Right. Uh, we got six dental schools in California, and they all want to go, obviously, to the beach, to the expensive areas that hopefully they can make more money. Right. So from day one, I've always pigeonholed myself as being unique and different. And I've done things differently that are not the norm, not the way other dentists typically do things. Some people say, you know, oh, it can't be done, or you're crazy, or wow, you made that work, or how is it you can do that? Um, I want to do that, too. It's impossible. How can you do that aspect? And so when people brought these questions to me and I've already been doing it, I'm like, yeah, you know, you can do it. You just take off the, the barriers that you create for yourself because of what everyone else has done before you and what everyone else is doing around you and be different. And so after many years of, you know, reading things and going to classes and taking trainings outside of dentistry and running my own business in a unique way, I said, you know what? I've had enough people that asked me to create my own study club, which we have one here in Orange County, that it became, all right, let's make something way bigger and put it on the Internet so people from anywhere can hear what I'm talking about. And not that everything's going to work the same for them. Uh, if I tell them to use a 330 burr and they say, no, no, I got to use a 256, you're wrong. That's fine. I will never tell someone how to do things. It's just to enlighten them of what I'm doing and what they could look at differently or implement and maybe train or, or offset certain problems they have in a different capacity that they typically won't go towards because they have these stories in their mind that they can't do that. Yeah, so they're called self-imposed limitations. That's, you got it. That's the number one problem of any person out there is how far can you climb the mountain of life and business? Well, it all depends on how many barriers you keep putting in front of yourself. Right. Uh, and so we try to break down those barriers in these 90-day trainings and basically to challenge someone that every day they must do these little things that we assign for them. And so by taking little bits every day, it fits into their existing life, but it's changing who they are and everything around them if, the, you know, if they're implementing the work. And some of the work is not that we tell you exactly what to do. It's here's the concept. Now you figure out how it applies to your world and you make it happen. Right. That's exactly and, right. So give, give us an example. I know. I know we're not going to on a podcast, we can't go through too much here. And um, this is a special program that you actually have to pay for, which uh, rightly so. But please do give us a couple of things that are um, th 
some things that you would talk about in that 90 day challenge class? Well, we talked in previous episodes about insurance. And so I think a lot of people are like, okay, well, how do I change or limit the amount of insurance or how do I make more money being that I am on insurance? And so we go into that as far as tools to implement, uh, paperwork to utilize, framing the mindset of the patient as to why you're changing and how you're changing and how it's still going to be a place that they can come to uh, and still get the same benefits, albeit maybe it's five or ten dollars more. You know, so how do you set all of that up from the staff to the patient to the marketing? You know, it's not a simple task. And also looking at which insurance is the one you may let go of. Um, and so going through all those aspects of assessing one's office, coming back to the group and talking about it, us giving information of how they can go about removing or limiting or changing, and then they start to implement. And basically every week we get together in a group, a pod of dentists that we all are having the same program, the same 90 day challenge, and we all are holding each other accountable as to having done the work and sharing what's working for them and what's not working. But mm -hmm. by doing so, you have more success because people are holding you accountable. You've done the work and you're showing up and continuing to do so. If you don't do the work, if you're not contributing, you're basically dropped from the program. We want people that are there to implement change and to make their world a better place. And if someone's going to put up barriers and doesn't want to do things, then they're in the wrong place and we'll tell them so. So this is a 90-day process? Well, so we have different ones we will have available. But right now, there's a, the initial 90-day. And once they're done with the 90-day, they have the potential to move on to a more advanced 90 days or to segue into a totally different type of 90-day. But it's not just insurance. It could be staff training. It could be certain technology. It could be talking about how to create more income in your existing office. It could be your niche of what's best for you. It could be your website and your social media. Or people want to know, hey, I just want to know how to prep some veneers and do some temporaries. There's dentistry in there as well. There's actual hands-on dentistry you get to do wow. live with me, and you That's get stuff mailed to your office so that you get to play along at the same time. That's so you, instead of traveling you, to a convention, yeah, you're I with mean, me. You've, you've got to be the only practice management uh, guru that actually uh, involves cutting veneers, preparing a tooth for a veneer, right? Yeah, or doing fillings or anything else because most of them just talk the talk, but they're not truly doing the work. Mm -hmm. Now, do you so you have some um, training or advice or um, preparation for a dentist to overcome the fear of losing a patient based on changing their M.O., especially with insurance companies? So now let's say uh, uh, one of the people in the 90 day challenge say, I want to work on changing my whole insurance company uh, policies in my office, assuming uh, basically getting rid of most of them. And saying to the patient, listen, it's going to cost you a little bit more and you're going to collect this on your own, but we need to get paid from you. Are they fearful about losing part of their practice? Definitely. And that's that is the biggest barrier that makes dentists not want to move forward with dropping an insurance plan. And I'm not saying in 90 days to drop all your insurance. Right. It's a slow, gradual process that you get the training, but you're not going to drop them all in 90 days. You will take the training and move it forward over the next year or two years, however long you want to implement that. Um, and so assessing which one's the worst ones and then figuring out how you, you want to remove those. And then the discussion to the patient of, hey, look, I'm no longer contracted, but I'm still honoring their fees plus $10 per procedure. 
And so it's like, oh, so I can keep coming to you. You'll still bill my insurance. Yes, we'll do all of that. And we're just going to charge $10 more than the already contracted fee. And the check's going to go straight to you. And if you go ahead and pay us the day of service, we'll go ahead and um, you know give you a zero balance. And you're just waiting on that reimbursement. Usually within two to four weeks, you're reimbursed. So you're getting flight miles and points in your credit card. So it's no different than had they paid us and you paid the difference. It's still the same amount of money. And so there's a conversation there. There's paperwork there to get people to understand. And most people haven't had a problem with that. Um, you will get some people like, well, you know, I, I don't have, I can't come out of pocket for all that. Fine. Then let's do this. Let's put a credit card on file in my practice. I will submit the insurance. You will get that within two to four weeks. At 30 days, I am billing that credit card. So it gives you time to set money aside. It gives you that money coming back from the insurance. And at 30 days, I'm getting that money. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've thought and, it all through. Yeah. And this is invaluable information for those that attend this this challenge. And um, I assume you're utilizing these best practices in, in your dental office. Well, here's the thing is I'm not on any insurance and I have been on one for probably a month when I first opened. And because of all the limitations and their ability to govern or oversee my business and how I perform, I, I said, no, not knowing anything about insurance. I just found out how much they wanted to do and how deep they could go into my business. I said, forget it. You were able to build your practice into a successful operation without having any ties uh, to insurance companies. That's, that's right. pretty amazing. So I moved to Orange County, not knowing a soul. I opened from scratch, no insurance. It can be done still to this day, but everyone's too scared saying it can't be done. I right. can show you how it can be done very easy. For all these dentists coming out of school, it's cheaper and easier than it was back then but they're too afraid to do so because they haven't walked the walk right. and everyone says it can't be done. No, um, I mean, just think if a lot more dentists did that, it would change the whole scenario with insurance companies and they wouldn't have the upper hand. It might even change the whole DSO infrastructure. And you bring up a good point, Phil, hence the title of Legion. I would like to create a Legion of dentists that are not beholden to the insurance company and truly practice differently with a different mindset. And so it takes a special person to be able to drop that mindset and change and transform to a better person and a better practice. And part of that is the pride that one gets having gone through it, that they came out the other side. Oh, yeah, and that's excellent. Excellent Legion name. Pride. Yeah, excellent name. I didn't know. Now I understand better why the, the website is called legionpride.com. Because it's online. It's global. Now, okay. granted, I have no idea how people practice in India to Canada to Pakistan. You know, so some aspects may not apply. But the concepts as far as running the business and the mindset that you deliver to the patient and the treatment you offer is still the same anywhere on the planet. Okay, so this is it's all you know, internet-based training. Yes. Now, we will have the ability for people to come once or twice a year for a week-long program or a you know, couple-day program to be kind of immersed into things. But I'm waiting to have that in the future. Okay, so then when you're doing it online, are the, is it live where people are – like at an online meeting or is it uh, asynchronous, like on-demand training? So there are parts of it that are live and parts of it that are not. Okay. And so some some is you watch the video and now it's up to you to go perform the task. And then we all get together once a week to go over the tasks, to talk about things. You can still write me during every day back and forth. But as far as the actual online training aspect is more of the discussion each week. If it's going to be a hands-on product where all we're doing is looking at restorative dentistry, those will typically be live 
or depending on what time of the program you come in, they may be already pre-recorded and you're going through it and you would ask questions later. So it just kind of depends on your time zone because I can't get everyone on the same time zone if everyone's on different parts of the planet. Wow, fantastic. Um, you must have some great success stories based on this program. Yeah, we've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you, you want to share one or two or um, it's up to you. And then I was going to ask you also about the future of dental education, which is something we, we, we want to hear about. So if you want to share a success story, throw one in. Otherwise, we can go right to the next question. You know, pretty much everyone has changed the way they function and is finding more revenue from having done what I've told them. And mm -hmm. so depending on how fast each one of them implements, they're finding faster results uh, than others, but they're all finding a result and finding that it was worth the time to make these changes and to look at themselves differently. <clears throat> the fact that insurance is such a scary thing that limits what we can do, and yet me personally, I'm getting paid higher reimbursements as an out-of-network provider than guys that are contracted. And so the whole goal of insurance was supposedly if you're contracted, they send you patients. Right. We've already talked about it. They don't send you patients anymore. You're just contracted to take a lower fee. Right. So you're basically saying someone still has to find me the same as someone out of network, and I'm getting a lower fee than the guy that's out of network? Why would I stay in the darn insurance plan? Right. Yeah, when I was an endodontist out of uh, my postdoc program at, at Penn in Philly, I got on several plans, and uh, one was Blue Shield. And they sent me patients because no endodontist in Philadelphia, we had all these hotshot endodontists out there when I got out. It was the worst place to open up, but I was the living there at the time. And uh, like you said, they, they at that time, they actually put your name on a list and patients that needed root canal that had that insurance, the, the general, the GP would give them the brochure and say, choose any one of these endodontists. And there's like three of them at the most. So at that time it was it worked for me because I was young and I was getting out of school and I was I needed to I needed to build the practice. But now if you're saying they don't even send patients to you, then why do it? Yeah, that's well we talked previously that I don't think most of them even have a pamphlet or place to go to find people anymore. But when they did, that was great. But you had a perfect niche because you were a specialist. You did one thing. If somebody's an endodontist, there's only like you said, three of you. Right. which is perfect. You've whittled down the market. And that's basically what I'm trying to show dentists to do is change your market to make it a smaller pool that you have more chances of people coming to you that want to spend more money and do things with you. Fantastic information, Dr. Snyder. So let's uh, end it up on this one question. Where do you see dental education in the future? A couple of paragraphs. Um, I see more of it being online, the same way that I've created this. I think you will see more people trying to duplicate what I've done um, in many different ways. But because people are less willing to travel to spend the money to go to big conventions, we're seeing it in continuing education. We're seeing the large trade shows diminishing, that at some point there will not be enough profit to have trade shows or as many trade shows. So hence the ability to go online and learn something quickly and easily uh, becomes very advantageous. And to have, let's say, five very well-known speakers all give a lecture the same day from different parts of the planet allows everyone to watch without having to go places. I think that is where, you know, technology will take us because now you can interact live over the Internet. You don't have to be sitting in the room and asking questions with your hand up. So the whole reason to travel to see someone is pretty much eliminated other than a hands-on capacity where if you really want to see some little intricacy of them putting composite on a tooth or something, even then, 
you can see it through a viewfinder nowadays. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think online training is going to be more and more powerful moving forward. And that's pretty much you know, what guided me to create mine is that I can now have more people that can get to see me versus having to wait for my program to come to their area. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I can't agree with you more because so many people are coming to Viva Learning now where uh, the traffic is off the charts. We're up 25% in traffic on VivaLearning.com. The dentists are not going to the dental shows as much as they did. And we're doing you, your webinars alone did great. You did 10 with us and your attendance, you know, you have four or five hundred doctors on a lecture on a webinar asking questions. It was so I think it's great what you're doing with this uh, practice management 90 day challenge. Maybe you should do a webinar for us on Viva Learning and talk about this program. Um, you know, that'd be a lot of fun, Phil. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that for you. And um, we'll, we'll talk offline on that. And cause it's all free to our audience. All the CE that we do is free and we want to expose them to as much as possible. So if you can give them a lot of good tips in there, uh, not enough to be successful, just enough to want to take your practice management 90 day <laughs> challenge course. Um, so again, folks, we're talking to an expert on the topic. Dr. Todd Snyder, he has a website at legionpride.com, L-E-G-I-O-N-P-R-I-D-E.com. And if you've listened to any of the four podcasts that we've done with him, uh, I'm sure we can all agree that this guy knows what he's talking about and there's a lot to learn from Dr. Todd Snyder. Thanks so much, Todd, for being with us and uh, hope to have you on the program again in the future. Thanks, Bill. I look forward to it.